Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Outlander podcast for episode 306, A. Malcolm. I'm Matt Roberts, executive producer and writer of this particular episode. I'm here with Tony Graffia, executive producer. Hi, everybody. And executive producer, Meryl Davis. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is... Uh, well, as you know, it's the reunion episode, and uh, we did a little special thing here. After uh, 305, uh, we did a, after the reunion in 305, we did a little reset to show Jamie's POV um, to give us uh, kind of the other side of the reunion. Yeah, that was uh, Matt's idea, and I thought it was really cool because it was a way to show to really the fans who had been waiting for so long to see this episode to to let them see it twice. Yeah, that they see Claire's POV at the end of 305, and then we give it to them again. And I just think that's really neat and really creative. And I love seeing I love seeing Jamie just wandering down the street, not knowing that that this is this day is going to change the rest of his life. You guys didn't originally start um, with that in mind, did you? Did you originally, um, Tony, your episode um, ended at a different place? Sure. Tony's choking. Sorry. Tony's well, and actually, that's a that's a that's a great uh, great segue on that. Tony's choking on uh, the whiskey we're drinking, which is the Aaron twenty year old. We did a twenty year old for this particular podcast for obvious reasons. Yes. And, cheers. Uh, cheers. Uh, they're too far away from me, so I'm, uh, we have um, All right. Woo, that's some powerful whiskey. Anyway, yes, um, at the end of 305, you know, I, I was really in love with the puddle transition um, and was excited about that, but planned originally to end it after she stepped out of the puddle and into the street in Edinburgh. I thought that as she's wa- walking down the street, like a long shot of her walking down the street was my original ending. And then we just debated how far we should take it. And what I think because also people would have expected we would have ended it before the print shop. Yeah, I think everyone thought there'd be some kind of cliffhanger. And we, we, we thought about doing it at the door with the bell, of course, because that's an, an obvious place. But we thought that'd be very TV-like and I think we talked about it a lot, but ended up saying, well, taking it to the faint gives you just a glimpse of Jamie to where, you know, you're not totally left hanging and yet you still are hungry for seeing the rest of the scene because the print shop scene, the famous print shop scene is really what happens afterwards. And that's where Matt would have taken over. But Matt came up with the idea to start his day at the beginning of the day. And I just thought that was brilliant. And I love it. I love seeing Jamie not knowing what's coming here. But- the day well, you'll see Claire. I, I think it, I think it kind of originated really with how we could do it two times mm-hmm. and get away with it, um, and uh, that was my favorite favorite part of this. Is and and we always talk about how it's Jamie and Claire's story, and and as the narrator in the book, you know, Claire gets her point of vo- uh, point of view across quite a bit. So we wanted to definitely. Uh, give jamie his fair share well especially since we don't know what jamie's jamie doesn't realize that this day is going to change uh the rest of his life and claire obviously i think you've said this before claire is expecting to find jamie jamie is just going about his normal day right, and right. Um, has no idea it's a shame that we don't see any more of the print shop really um uh it doesn't play more than in um 
the episodes we see it in. It's such a beautiful job they did and uh, yeah, such too, a huge build. You know, we do that a lot. We, we build these beautiful sets, Gary Steele and the art department. They, they put so much detail into these sets and then to, you know, strike them after a couple episodes, uh, you know, it's, you know, we did last year, we did the, um, the King's Chamber, you know, the Star Chamber for one scene. That's right. And we struck that That's set. Right. It was just amazing. Um, the detail in this set is, is extraordinary. Poor Jordy. Poor Jordy <laughs> and his goiter. <laughs> He's a fun uh, character, uh, and you added. Well, you I added, added I added this Jordy. stuff because Jordy, we see Jordy, and, and he reacts later on in such a kind of peculiar way. I wanted to show that that's how he is all the time. He just doesn't come out of nowhere and react like that. So, right, we made him a little snarky, and he's a little snarky. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fun character. I think he needs his own show. He does the the Jordy show. Now, obviously, we've talked a lot about the fact that we, um, Sam really did work this printer, um, that he worked with someone who taught him how to work the press. We, he did. He printed, uh, he printed uh, a lot of the papers in there are, are what he printed. Um, we just used uh, all his practice um, sheets, the broad sheets, actually. I was thinking about making him print up the scripts for the crew but uh that would have taken about a, a, <laughs> he'd still be in there yeah he'd be still be in like there now 200 so. copies yeah yeah as you can see this is how you know it's kind of real time how long it takes to print one sheet so yeah he's building those muscles yeah as claire later says hey you're in pretty good shape for a guy that's just printing and he's like have you ever tried the printing press yeah. i love how he says that this is where we introduce the the glasses uh this was kind of a combo of uh ron and and sam uh thinking that that you know would help age him uh, because uh it's a difficult you know aging sam hewan is a is a difficult thing as uh, as we all know no, same with Claire, though. I think, um, you know, they both look so young um, in real life. It is kind of hard to age them, so that's why we chose, um, obviously, to uh, do a little gray hair with Claire. Now, I will say here, and, and oh, we, Tony and I already talked about this in the last podcast, um, about whether or not Claire would say her name. It would just be, it's Right, me. whether she would just say it's me because he might recognize her voice or... You know, she wasn't quite that confident and maybe said, you know, had to add, it's me, Claire. Like, but. Well, you know, the, I mean, the choice is, you know, in the, in the book, it's, it's me, Claire. And I think right. it's such an iconic moment. You don't want to. We didn't want to. You don't want to go away from that because it's something that somebody, you know, so many people right. have read that, you know, a million times. Right. Yeah. You just don't want to go away from that one particular line. No. We, we obviously and, change lines throughout the show um, and, for many different reasons, but uh, to make scenes fit together sometimes. But that particular line felt like it needed to be, it's me, Claire. Yeah. Also, um, a lot of people asked, have asked if, um, if Katrina really was there when, when Sam fainted, and she was. Yes. We rarely, um, sometimes we do, but we rarely uh, film half a scene without the other actor. It's just kind of a respect thing among actors that yeah. someone is there yeah, to feed them their lines. Yeah, we got that idea. That's, that was, I don't know. Yeah, so she's there. 
but I love that we saw Jamie's face because in 305, of course, we see the back of his head. And even then, you know, Sam is so great the way he just freezes and he's just, you can imagine his face just from his body language at the shock of hearing her voice. But in this episode, we get to actually be right in his eyes and see what he's, you know, feeling um, yeah. right through his eyes. It's, it's great. Also, um, obviously, we started the main titles a little later than we normally do. We do have the flexibility to start the main titles um, depending on where we feel that is best. So you get the ex- extra babbling through the... Um, uh, now, this was, this was as soon as... Uh, this is I... the best title card ever, and I'm so jealous. But <laughs> you're, that was genius. I loved it. Yeah, who came up with this idea? Well, I wonder. I uh, when we saw that when we saw that the printing presses actually worked, um, it immediately popped in my head. I wanted to do it. We just had to work out the timing of it. So, it's funny how sometimes you get lulled into watching it. You do. You start, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking. You start like, watching oh, the show. You're like, together. hey, these uh, these two are pretty good. Maybe yeah. we should. Uh, <laughs> hire them. Hire yeah, them. Hire them. No, I will say it was nice to see these two together because obviously the first batch of episodes, oh yeah, um, they've been filming apart, and um, I think it really was a lot of fun for them to come back and and start working with each other again. And they hadn't actually seen a lot of each other because they filmed mostly on different days, so there was a kind of a real sense of reunion here. They, yeah, they had one, just one episode that they filmed out of order, but it was. Uh, for the most of the part of the first half of the season, they were they were apart. Now, was there any of this? Because um, uh, I don't remember. I mean, do we ever consider not using the ale pot? Because um, I no, know some I, people I, think that's kind of I a wrote, funny thing. I wrote the, uh, the ale pot in. It's I think it's one of the you know funnier moments in the. And once you take the ale pot out, then then the breach the the breaches stay on, and and I think it. Then the Jordy moment, you know, there's a trickle down effect. Yeah. Right. You take right. one thing out, you pull it out, and and then you have to change 15 other things to make it work. And I think this was a moment where it needed to happen. You know. You also talked about this moment. I mean, it was like, what was the first kiss going to be like? Um, you know, was it just immediately falling in each other's arms? Was there a sense of trying to drink each other in and? You know, certainly in discussions between all of us and and with Sam and Katrina, it did seem like there'd be such a tentative kind of um, uh, wanting to kind of um, um, revel in the moment and and making sure both each other was real and and feeling nervous about going in that first time. Yeah, you're in shock and it's kind of awkward. You wouldn't just jump at each other. You'd, You'd just be like... This is, it felt very real how they played it. But also, you know, you you think Claire has imagined this moment for months now coming to the, you know, preparing and then coming through and traveling. And and Jamie didn't, has one second to prepare. And I don't think either one of them probably would have imagined an ale pot spilling and him taking his plants, you know what I mean? So there's a a lot of things that throw you off in the moment. I love that kiss or that um, tear that comes down Katrina's cheek. Uh, in that moment, it's so beautiful. They both play it really well. Yeah. Bear's music it doesn't hurt either. You know, it really, yeah. it really adds to the, yeah. the moment.
And this was a callback, of course, to other episodes where, you know, we did plant it that she he sees her like in the garden at Lollybrock and she you know, she sees the birds and imagines him and they both have thought of each other, prayed prayed about each other, uh, dreamed about each other, imagined each other a million times, so um now it's for real, they get to do the things they imagined and it's a real special moment. Did you guys fight over um, who wrote this episode? Because I don't quite remember if there was wrestling matches, any sort uh, of um, Roshan No, I, I picked this uh, a long time ago, uh, season, middle of season two or whatever. I said, I'm writing this one. And, yeah. and it was nice because when, when we started picking uh, early on, um, I wasn't here. I was in Scotland, and Tony actually um, was like, nope, that's Matt's. Put his name <laughs> on it now. And uh, yeah, I knew you you had wanted that one, and others had already picked, including myself. I'd picked my favorite parts from the book, and I'd really wanted to write the witch trial, or really wanted to write faith. Um, I'd have been scared to death to write this one. I, I loved some you want to write, some you love, and you want to watch. And I'm really happy that Matt got this one. I think he did the best job that could have been done with it. He had a real passion for it. Uh, he, he, there was a lot of pressure on this one. And, um, but you knew what you wanted from the beginning and how, uh, you know, which parts to use and how to structure it. And I think it just came out just gorgeous. Can I just interject here really quick? Cause I don't know if we mentioned this on the last podcast, but, um, there was a reason we also did this, a two level structure instead of a single story as, as like it, it's in the book. Um, and I think that was to match our actual location outside. It was. We we picked a, a location in actu- in Edinburgh, right off the Royal Mile, and it has stairs going up, and uh, to the door. Um, we, you've seen it a couple times now, and uh, so we needed to create a, a two level structure. So instead of having the um, the back room, this is this is the back room that we're using, and and you know Claire walks in, she scans the room real quick to see if maybe. There's a woman's touch there, and, and clearly there isn't because uh, I don't know what would add a woman's touch to this place, but uh, maybe a vase. Um, but uh, I think this is where reality's setting in for Jamie. He the the first moment's over, and now he's just kind of thinking, and then it's, it hits him. Where's the child? Yeah, and here's here's the secret pockets that we built in, in that Terry built into the uh, dress, and she's got the pictures. I don't know if anyone knows the to Mary um, uh, one sheet in the back there that we placed. Probably no. missed it. Did miss it. I know that we were trying to decide in the last episode whether to show her packing the pictures. And we d- deliberately uh, left it out of 305 so that when she pulled them out here, it would be a surprise for yeah. the non-book readers. We This, this kind of had to add this next beat where he puts the glasses on. In the book, he has uh, eyes like a hawk. And it had to be adjusted because now he clearly has glasses, so... It had to be slightly adjusted to fit uh, fit that he wears glasses now. 
So once you know, we always try to keep the spirit of the source material. So if you can't do it one way, you know, you get it in there another. And and I think that's for me, that's really important in in the way we craft these scripts is if sometimes we just can't do practically what the book is or whatever. So we keep the spirit of the book and that's really important. Or sometimes if we don't um, use an iconic line where people expect it, we, we try to fit it in later in an, in a more unexpected way. It's, it's, right. it is, it's, it's, I think, I'm oh, sorry. That's my favorite line. Um, and I think this is a callback to, um, the 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 line in um episode three when she says no amount of time you know the that amount, that of, amount, of, amount time of time doesn't exist. exist is he's saying something similar is there's no amount of time that you're not going to be beautiful to me yeah and that's and nice. so yeah. i tried to craft a, a callback so so they both said it um well, they both feel that way i think so too i think this moment is is uh you know a scripted it was um as it is in the book where jamie falls apart and um in it, sam plays it uh slightly different in, in 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 that he it's more reserved uh it's really nuanced it's like internal internally breaking up and i think he, he does a he's a does a lovely job here um you can see in his eyes here he's 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 breaking up uh well, so uh, I think it's so, I mean, I think it's so overwhelming. Um, and, um, you know, I know fans were expecting falling to pieces, and we certainly all talked about that. Yeah. And, and it's something that we um, we rehearsed with the actors, and we all talk about. And, um, you know, um, we all felt that it would be such an overwhelming moment here um, mm -hmm. that it's almost hard to process what you're going through. It is, you know, and I, I, think, I think what just along with with a lot of fans you know i'm a book I, i've read these books many many years ago with you know when they and then as they first came out i, I, I remember you know i got my first three and then after that i read yeah. them as they came out and i've imagined a lot of these scenes a million different ways and and just like our fans we so you can never do it the exact way right that that you've interpreted the scene so we have to come together sometimes on these and um, so you talk a lot about it, and and as this, well, well, real real quick, real quick, when we had, we added this line, faith. Uh, I was talking to Katrina about it, and she she felt strongly that um, that they would remember their other child, and and so I added the a line about faith, and it really I think yeah, it plays I, so I nicely that. that they 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 don't forget the other child. Of, yeah, of and, course. And uh, but that was Cat uh, asked for that ad, which was really nice. But also, you know, for someone to see a photograph of someone in this way, even though they had cameos and, and things like that, to see such a realistic portrayal. It's shocking. I, I think, and to have kind of in your mind um, thought of your child in one way and to see the actual embodiment of them, um, you know, I think there's so many things going through Jamie's head here that he's, and obviously he's waiting for the big reveal um, that he has in his mind about his other child that Claire doesn't know about. Well, Jamie has a right. lot going on in his head right now. There's something even bigger that he's holding back that it's probably already started to weigh on him in a, in a way. You know, it might not not outwardly for sure. 
No, but you could see. By the way, those are yeah. fish in that picture. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 uh, I always thought, what is she holding up? And, and No, but here is the moment. I mean, I think, I think Sam plays this so well. It's a, you know, there is such a joy to see Claire, such a joy to see his daughter, but there's something weighing on his mind. He feels a, a, a need to unburden himself. Yeah. Well, it's and a this part was, of this him. Was something that he, that, it's a very important part of him he, he's looking to share. Yeah, we look, we, we, loves, we can debate it. We've debated this um, multiple, uh, it was very spirited and very um, uh, varied opinions across the writer's room of whether, where to add this particular moment. Um, and once again, it comes from Jerry, uh, Jamie's carrying qu- quite a bit of baggage that we don't know about, and it gets unburdened as we go through the season. So, um, I, you know, once right. it was decided, um, uh, ultimately, I, I was, I was probably one of the, the people who was, uh, against adding it here. Um, yeah, well, I mean, certainly I think there was, uh, a big, a big divide over, um, the, you know, adding Willie here. I think, um, yes, there was a lot of spirited discussions. Um, I mean, the one thing I will agree with is I do think, you know, certainly in the books, um, it's Lord John tells Claire um, in Jamaica. And I do remember reading the books the number of times I've read it that I feel like I, I don't understand Jamie. Um, it doesn't seem true to Jamie's character that he would wait so right. long to tell her about right. being so momentous and big. It's like it goes against everything their relationship is about. Well, and he's also, yeah. he's, he's like, you know, simply put, one of the most honorable guys on television yes. in the history of television. Well, in book. He's just an honorable guy, and it feels, you know. And I look, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to hold it, you know. But it, when, when we finally wrote it in, it felt, it felt it feels, okay. It for, feels organic here, for, I feel, because I, I, there's a bit of unburdening, but more than unburdening, it's a sharing that yeah. if this is the woman he loves, and probably the person uh, that he loves, you know. Uh, I, I, I really love how Cat played the Katrina plays this is yeah she she's it's coming to her is like all the the things is yes he had a life without me and 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 it hurts me that he did because we had to separate and i think that's the important part is they're both feeling all the 20 years that they've missed out on each other but also i love how sam plays that here it's such a you can see the relief on his face that i've been you know so worried since she came back telling her this because yeah. obviously I want to take the joy in my daughter but I also have this other son that I love as well and right. um, all and these children in faith and, and knowing she understands I think you can just see on his face this relief sense of relief and kind of unburdening yeah it I mean he sort of knew what Claire's life would be when he sent her back to it he knew the plan was there was a plan to go back to Frank and live these years and raise the daughter. But she thought he would be dead, so she doesn't know. She's more in the dark about his life than he is with her life. At the very specific way she says this is, I was happy raising Brianna with him. Yeah. It, it Not I was happy with him is very specific. And I, yeah. and I think she was, the, the way she crafted, uh, the, the way she, she said that, uh, is important and yeah well jamie well another hold on another 
Wild horses can. I love that line too. <laughs> that was a line that was absolutely going in this episode. I didn't know where. Um, I don't know if anybody notices, but we had some oranges in this scene. We had to color green because oh, they don't because they don't have oranges. So uh, we we take special care uh, sometimes, oftentimes. Oh wait, there's going to be another reunion. Welcome, Cesar. This was hard casting. It's it always was... hard to cast someone who you've already seen yeah. as a child, um, cast an older version. Um, but um, I think Cesar really kind of captured, um, you I, know, how Roman played the younger version. I think he also played the how humble he is when he says she says how handsome, and he says, <laughs> I am, but I love the way he does that. People also wonder why we do um, uh, a wooden, a wooden hand. A hand instead, instead of, of a hook. A hook. Um, it was several things. One, I think we love the look of uh, the wooden hand. I know Ron particularly thought it was looked really cool. Two, it was a little easier to fit the actor's hand into that wooden hand mold as opposed to um, uh, the extra room we would have needed to the base of uh, putting a hook on something. Well, it extends. Yeah. The hook it gets extended you know, if, if a person's real hand was amputated, it would be exactly. a normal length, yeah. so. Fergus completely overwhelmed here. <laughs> he is. And I think, I think that's the thing is, you, you, you know, he's, he's overwhelmed. He's shocked. He never thought this person would ever come back into his life. So there is a, and I love that last little hug. Yeah. Like he couldn't, he couldn't restrain himself, but he still has, um, because he's worried about my lord, you know? He's worried about her. But There's a little nod here um, to something that's going to happen um, in an episode coming up. Um, there was a lot of debate over this, too. Um, yep. You know, I think, once again, so many secrets. Uh, I think, you know, yes, there was a lot of debate over when these secrets are told. Yeah. Um, so well, that the, was. I think a lot the debate of... is because we go back. We once again we want to stay as true to the source material. Where Jamie says, you know, we can have secrets, but we can't have lies. One of the big debates is what constitutes a lie and what constitutes a right, secret. Right. And I, I'm a big. I'm not a big fan of lies of omission, which technically, you know. I know, but I think we did all want to play this like the book um, and how it, it plays out. Oh, no, yes, out. absolutely, um, absolutely. You know, we wanted to play I, it out I that way. I think, you know, um, we got some notes to try to layer in um, a secret that's coming up a little earlier. Um, right. But I think that was also uh, one of the decisions um, why, you know, there was so much heated debate about the Willie thing because... Um, well, I think if you are going to keep a couple or more big secrets, it what's hard, it's not the keeping of the secret because you might find out later there are reasons the secret was kept. But what's hard to do is keep one secret, then wait a while, and then, oh, there's something else. Yeah. And, oh, now there's something else. Because at some point you go, what else is there? Yeah. And we felt that Jamie, if he was going to hold the secrets, he'd have to either hold them all and then say, well... There's this, this, and this. Yeah, bring them but out. But you the same can't. Time. You can't have to bring them out at the same time. And there's one that we felt very strongly we were not going to bring out here. Yeah. And we did we hold on that. It. Yeah, yeah, we hold but on. But there was this other one. It comes out and and that. Well, that's that, why the Willie one. Hey, you guys, both of you are going to have to take credit for this elbow thing because uh, I wanted <laughs> to do foot. 
Uh, well, you guys I, are all I, about the I, elbow. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know if I was pushing for elbow. I just felt like, you know, Mr. Willoughby in the books, um, I just felt like we didn't we didn't need to do some of the more um, racial overtones. Sorry, in the show. sorry, everyone. I had to throw them both under the yeah, bus seriously. on that one. <laughs> Well, I don't know who came up with elbow. Elbow. I came up with elbow yeah. because I couldn't figure out what to have him lick. Maybe we gave you a list of, of body, of body parts, parts and said you couldn't pick lick. one. Yeah, I had to, I'm like earlobe. No, that sounds romantic, <laughs> so that's not good. Uh, we actually, uh, there's a really nice moment coming up where. She, he, uh, uh, Gary Young, who plays Mr. Willoughby, um, uh, says his real name. And, and Claire, yeah. what, what, what struck me about this scene is that they're both, um, they're both, um, they're both Sassanachs. They're both outsiders. Out- outsiders they're both yeah. from Outlands. And yeah. I, I think there's something really great about their bonding. And, and you know, this, this will kind of carry on a little bit. I love that name leans against heaven, and I love that Claire continues to call him by his real, yeah, his real, you know, authentic name. Well, I think Claire has a respect for Mr. Willoughby, yeah, Yitian Cho, and yeah. so does Jamie. I mean, um, he's a valued member of his team, and I think we wanted to play him as such. We did. We 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 looked we we looked high and low for that coarse, you know, because I wanted to add it in that coarse. Gallic word that sounded like Yi Chin, Yi Chin Cho, um, and we just couldn't find it. It just. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the reason it, Jamie calls him Mr. Willoughby. Exactly, he, he's yeah. not trying to disparage him. He's trying to save him embarrassment by saying, by saying like, if you're in a different culture and your yeah. name means something, not you know a little, it was. Mean, yeah, like you know. It meant something not good or, like if your or, name was um, ass yeah. <laughs> yeah then yeah. you you might have a friend that said you might want to just be mr smith mr yeah. smith yeah. yeah instead of um because uh, uh, sorry Hopper. anybody if the I, I know that was a curse word i please forgive me i was just trying to make the make the point point made point was made i i don't know did we can we cuss on the podcast does anybody uh, say yeah I think so. It depends on how much whiskey I think we have. Oh, right, yes. Which um which I've only had one glass. I'll start cussing because this is an extended version. Oh, that's <laughs> we we put a little extra in our glasses cuz we knew this was an extended. It's true. We filled uh, up. Yeah. Actually, that was Meryl. She's like, "Hey, wait, this is a long one. Let's Yeah, we've been looking up. forward. We're like, "Oh, yeah. That's how we got so many people to agree to be in this podcast. Yes, yeah. it was a whiskey. By the way, Although this I want I want to I want to point out this uh, to the fans is the three of us in a room together is a rare a rare thing we don't right. uh i'm not i'm not here because uh, we're fil- you know just everybody knows we're filming season four um something to look forward to yeah we're still filming the premiere of season four right the now pre- yep and uh we're uh, more than halfway through writing it which is amazing not the premiere, the season. The season. You're drunk. Oh, yeah. No, we're halfway through writing the season. Oh, no, right. Okay. We're not filming a half-finished episode. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I've done that on other shows, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, usually one or more of us are in Scotland. At, uh, oh, so here, here's another little, another little tidbit is in the book, it's Mandarin that uh, 
that Mr. Willoughby speaks, but Gary speaks uh, fluent Cantonese, so we we adjusted. We just changed it over so he could he could speak his own language. Right. But he's actually Austra Australian, right? Um, New Zealand, Australian. We're just going to let you... Uh, we're going to let you sink on that one, Tony. Um, this was a virtual set that we created on in our parking lot. Now, now I will point out that it is dark now, and it was light at 1 o'clock when they went, but actually the sun sets in, in the wintertime in um, Scotland at 3.30. And so we're... They only had to uh, take a little spin around town for it to get dark. So I know that. Uh, here here comes does. Meryl's favorite character. Oh, everybody, uh, hold back, buckle that's up. That's not true. Actually, I love the actress. I do not. This is not my favorite character, and I was not a big fan of um, she starting hates off the Madame series. Jean. She's very jealous of her. No, no, she's jealous. That's not true. I was just not a big fan of starting off the series with her, or starting off the show with her doing Jamie's stock. But it was it was a it was a mislead. It was a yeah. a um, bait and switch. And besides, but the actress, let me just say, is lovely. She, of course, <laughs> she likes the actress. It's just Madame Jean. Every time she would come on and one of the cuts, she'd go, oh, "You would kind of growl at her, like she's into Jamie." But, but who couldn't? But I think we not played, attracted to Jamie. I will say, I will say, we played it a little more that way. I um, in the book, I do think it's kind of a mutual. Um, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. It's like um, Jamie is helping her out, and yeah. and uh, That's vice true. versa. But his. His his good looks have not escaped her. No, this is true. Well, look, and it, she's a, she's a you know she's the madam, she's the boss lady. Is so. is there anybody who doesn't fall in love with Jamie in these? No, books? there's not. There isn't. That's they, you can't hold that against her, Meryl. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's funny because <laughs> I don't want anyone to it's send funny hate letters people, about Madame Jean. People hold people hold things against Leary for falling in love with him when everybody no, else that. in the world is. I mean, has... I think everyone loves to hate Leary, but I kind of get what Leary, I feel bad for Leary. She was so young. She um, was. She was a 16-year-old girl who fell in love with Jamie Frazier. Yeah. Oh, geez. Now, can we just talk about this set for a second? This is actually a very small room. And actually, over the course of this episode, um, the scenes in the bedroom took about a week. Um we have a lot of people in our um, on our camera crew and crew who has to actually be in the set when we're filming these scenes, and it gets very crowded and very hot. So, I mean, I would say this is one of the sets that our crew was very excited to leave. I don't think the fans are, are going to uh, sympathize with you. Um. No, I'm sure they wouldn't. But also, <laughs> also, they you have to walk up a set of stairs to get to this set, and um, a lot of people had to lug heavy once camera again, equipment. <laughs> once again, no sympathy for you whatsoever. Um, it was kind of funny though in the editing room when we had the background noises of other people having sex, and we had to keep adjusting it because it's at one point it was just ridiculously much. <laughs> right. It was like all this moaning and groaning, and and like it was like porn. okay, we can't even hear the dialogue. <laughs> and then we then when we put it down, it was a little too low. It's like it is a brothel, so you know the walls are not thick. Unlike, unlike, so we did the a kind of a salon in France, and this this we wanted to kind of change it up and turn this into an, a more of a, a more uh, a more uh, uh, low brow not low brow but more it is working man working man's blue collar that's blue what it was collar. blue collar it's not it's in it's in edinburgh and it's not yeah. like it's not you know the french court or yeah i like this i like i like that you can see katrina playing this uh 
Claire's trying to work this out. Why? Hold on a second. This is not what I envisioned. I never envisioned, you know. Yeah, and living. he's trying to work it out too, kind of like. Well, that's the moment why did right you, there. Why did you come back? Because up until now, he doesn't know whether she's just visiting or she's here to stay or she just or, came. No, or, or no, she comes to say about news, news of Brianna. Comes bringing news, yeah, yeah, of his daughter. So, and he hasn't broached that with her, but now it's kind of eating away at him. Where he's like, well, yeah. Uh, That would have been very sad if she was like, well, you it know, was nice to see you, but uh, I have to get back to but Boston. But you, you never... And, I, and that could happen. How could, could he know? How could he, he could know? not know that. And No, once again, as we said so many times, she had a lot of time to prepare, and this is all so new to him. Yeah. Um, that it's almost too good to be true. Yeah, yeah and I think, I think Sam actually gives you that. He, he's, yeah. He's... He's coming to it in the moments, which is, you know, that's a tough thing to do. Is she like he hold it like that? He holds his gaze, trying to work work it mm-hmm. out. I think that's the moment he realizes what a risk it was coming back. Right. You know. That's right. Also, he knows what he's lived through in the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, but he wants to hear her say it. I think that's it. He just yeah. needs to hear her say, I've come back to be with you. No matter who you are. Yes, no matter who you are. Now, I know there's a, well, there's a, there's a line that yeah. people would like to hear, but you know what? The patience is a wonderful thing. Now, I'm a super impatient person, but... You? No. <laughs> Wait, I'm tolerant. I'm not patient. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're feeling each other out, definitely. Yeah, she's she's sort of giving him some openings, like, look, I know you've had a life, so if there's something you're trying to tell me... And he is. He's very adept here at playing the myriad of emotions of, like, do I... Uh, I You know, there's stuff. But also, I think... Um, Claire is not sure what he's asking her. She's... Yeah. This is a great moment. I yeah. really, really... Yeah, well, they both play it so well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could be a horrible person. I love that. Yeah. He's like, I don't even care if you're horrible. Well, I mean, that's the <laughs> love. That's you. the great Jamie Fraser yeah. sense of humor. Is is you might be at that. You know, it's just yeah. Now they're interrupted quite a bit in the uh, different different people interrupt them uh, in the book. Mm-hmm. That was always something. This, this, the struggle of how many times. But also, this is all foreplay. It's all, you know, there's only, you right. can only play this, you know, we played it once on the wedding night. There's only one other time you're going to be able to play this after 20 years. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and you want to revel in the, the foreplay here. Yeah, the, this, even the dinner, I we talked a lot about this dinner scene. and We did. Like, what are they going to talk about during it? And how are they going to, and it was like, it doesn't matter. They're just, they're just soaking in each other and getting to know each other again. And sort of 
Like, I think we, we, we added this. Like um, a first date. Almost. No, we did add the voiceover. Way. We added the voiceover after, and as Tony and Meryl will probably throw me under the bus. I'm not a big voiceover person when it um, when it doesn't add add something. So I, but this is one of those instances that we wanted to to build some time in, and and I think it I think it right. works here. But once again, I'm not. I'm not a huge voiceover it, person. Yeah, I mean, look at her face. I mean, she's. They they just are. But also, isn't there kind of this? I mean, push and pull between wanting to catch up and find out about each other and Brianna and everything else, but also wanting very badly to touch each other. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's such a push pull yes, there and yes. such a drama in, in that. And then he asks her, you know. I like how sort of formal and polite, but it's it's respectful. You it's know, also it's, I think a little um, uh, they're scared. You want know, they haven't done yeah. this a long time. You have so many expectations. Yeah, you're like it's like being two virgins again. Yeah. Now some now, people uh, felt like this undressing scene was too long. I personally don't. I well, yes, uh, Meryl, we credit you can you can. Well, I don't want to take credit for it. I'm just saying <laughs> no, I do feel like um, once again there is kind of a sense of foreplay here. This there's only one opportunity you get to do this. But we, you know, yeah. uh, on on that note, I remember the very first uh, block that we did uh, 26 blocks ago that we didn't. We actually filmed and uh, Mrs. Fitz and the undressing scene, the undressing scene, scene, the dressing scene, and it took us twenty minutes to do it. And actually, there are some time cuts in here. Um, certainly, one for um, you know, originally in the blocking, actually, we had a different way um, uh, that yeah. Sam undid her zipper. Um, her you know, what? Undid her zipper. Oh, zipper. you jumped ahead. Sorry. You're the worst person ever. <laughs> Everyone's seen this so before. Oh, um, right. So there are actually jump cuts in here. Um, but still, it's one of the longest undressing scenes maybe ever on television. In the history of television. In the history of television. Yeah. And do we do, uh, Meryl, you... I'm it, not sure if that's It true. is something that was important to uh, you. You know no, what? No, I, you know what? People are actually, Googling that right now. Actually, that's not true. I, I wouldn't say it's important to me. I, I feel like the problem is if you cut out some, it seemed really truncated. Yeah. I felt yeah. like... It needed to seem natural. In fact, even the jump cut we have in here um, towards the zipper, I feel like feels a little unnatural. Um, so for me, it just, I wanted something that looked like it was in real time. Right, right. But also that these details matter and that people want to see it, that they're not like, oh, just hurry up and get to the... Well, I know, like the intimacy the, moments. Well, um, it's the intimacy and it's the, the time and care taken to... The thing that I've learned in my life is that foreplay matters. And this is the foreplay. You yeah, can't well, just you can't just get to it. You have to you have to build. Anticipation is important, and and I think that's what this is is anticipation. And thankfully, both of you. Um, I don't. For I this. don't. I don't think we disagree with you on that. But <laughs> I mean, there was one. Um... Oh, the famous bum roll. Oh yeah, yeah. There was one. Tony kind of. Drifted off. I, I lost my. Talking. I lost Tony my. Actually, we, we, Meryl and I actually watched Tony <laughs> yeah. lose her train. I, l- I lost my sense of concentration. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, I, I, I know you, a, you can't. It's hard. To, it really is hard to do these podcasts because you start watching and you forget that you're supposed to talk. Talk. Yeah. Well, look. Look what's happening. She's taking his clothes off. His clothes off, yes. That's exactly what's going on. Now, here's a time cut that, that shifted the actual blocking of the scene. And I remember seeing that the first time, and it was... Yeah, because he, he originally turns her around and is going to help her with her laces. And, yeah, and, so. and here's the zipper. Right. Terry put the zipper in um, on purpose to make this easier to... What was this from the... Now, was there any um, thought in going away from the book a little and um, just having this first... You know, obviously there are three choreographed sex scenes. Um, having this first one be different from the book and just kind of that animalistic, just going to each other without the bumping of the heads and that cute little moment of, of crunching the nose. What was... I didn't, uh, did you say, was there... Sorry, Tony and Matt were so engrossed in the scene, they, <laughs> I couldn't even hear my question. No, I was actually Matt, filling up my whiskey <laughs> glass. I'm sorry for it, you know. Anyway, could you just do the rest of this podcast so Meryl and I can enjoy the episode? Because that's what we really want to do. And, you know, we've seen this I, hundreds I, of times. I do I like... Mean, we've I mean, this, that's the thing. And every time, it's like, oh, my God, I'm just like... And I know it's funny, you know, um, I think fans have been watching it over and over and maybe that's the first episode this has happened on did you hear that cork um i like i i like this moment where there is a little insecurity even though they're, they're massively in love with each other but you can still be insecure now we did talk um originally about including lines about um stretch marks and things like that but you know there are the realities of filming with actors who are quite young actually um, like Katrina and Sam, and there are certain things that we couldn't um, do that were like the book. Um, and certainly you can do makeup, but it's a lot of time in makeup for something that's not going to show up very well on camera. Yeah. Stretch marks being one of those things. No, yeah, I, I think that's the one of our biggest challenges always it, it is, you know, adapting these books is we have actors that don't age like the books you know they just don't and and the practicalities of filming certain things uh, so we have to you know we take liberties we have to adjust that we talked about many times that prosthetics um if you really want them to show up on camera you have to add quite a few um and sometimes that can take you too old um it also adds a lot of time in the makeup chair Right, and for people we, who we, already get we there lose, at 4:35. we lose the filming time you know yeah. if, if katrina and sam are in the in the chair having makeup done for three hours every day you lose three hours well we'll also burn them out i love i love this part because they you know you expect it to be perfect right and it's not right and it's puzzle pieces you know they're trying to fit all these pieces together and uh, you know eventually the pieces fit pretty well but it's that initial trying to work it out well we talked a lot about the relationship just in the fact that um no matter how much you love someone and that never goes away if you haven't lived with each other for 20 years you are we talked about this in the last podcast you're out of rhythm you know and it takes you just a little bit just to it is like riding yeah. a bike but it takes you a little bit just to get back into the same rhythm and i think one of the, the important thing is that two people who love each other and are open enough with each other can laugh that off 
people who are not comfortable with each other and who 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 don't have that ability don't laugh that off and keep it on and it's it gets even more awkward and more awkward well not these two Is there something slightly awkward about watching sex scenes with your coworkers? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't well, know if this falls under sexual harassment. I don't know. But, We've uh, seen them um, so many times in the editing room, and the dailies, and um, but they never get old. No, it's true. You think at this point it becomes very scientific, but it doesn't because we're there and sometimes no. you see what sometimes goes on behind yeah, the scenes. You're even on the set but, and you're picturing, um, oh yeah. Well, just, just to let true. everybody know, we close the set for these these yeah. particular moments. We close the set. So as Meryl said earlier, a bunch of crew members were up there. When not not in these particular moments. We, we close the yeah. monitors. We close the set and only um, uh, Katrina and Sam's costumer and... and Hair and makeup people are in the set with the cameras, and, and that's and right, it. Right, right, and yeah, the camera people. But it's still, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's still uh, kudos to Katrina and Sam because um, I, yeah, they, they really get to, lost in the moment and yeah. um, are able to really oh, kind of be in the moment, and um, especially in a scene where you've obviously got people around. They've, you know, as performers, they find a way to block that out. It, they they get so deep into character that um i think there's a trust there too between them that um you know they've got a great friendship and they really trust each other and and can be vulnerable here and yeah yeah and trust that you know we have a very professional crew as well is that yeah. they they know what our show is about and they know these moments have to take place so they're very very careful with with the performers you know yeah. Now, I will say something that was important to all of us here is um, that we really spent a lot of time in this room with them, the two of them, that we had the pillow talk, that we saw them being intimate. Because to me, intimacy isn't just the act of, of you know, having sex, making love. It, it is about the kind of moments after or before where you're just sitting in bed and talking. And I think sometimes we don't get the opportunity to do these moments as much as we'd like. And this, to me, was our chance to let's just stay in this room. It is. This is uh, scene twelve. Is uh, one of the longest scenes, if not the longest scene in Outlander history, hmm. because even even though we faded out there a little bit and came back, it's still the same scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it remains the same scene um, as we go. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, Pauline changed those sheets before. They both well, got that in. was you know. <laughs> Madame Jean's, uh, you know, laundry care, you know, whatever, whoever takes care of the the linens. But it's true that they, you know, we spent so many episodes apart, and I know there was a lot of talk, you know, from the audience. How long are you going to keep them apart? How long are you going to keep them apart? And I think, you know, from the beginning, Matt, you wanted to, you said, we're not going to shortchange them. We're not going to fade out and we're not going to just have a, you know, we're, we're going to spend the whole episode in bed if we need to, because these two, that's how they reconnect and we're going to play it. And, you know, we do have it kind of, you know, a beginning and an end, but the, the whole middle and this, there's a giant section of the script that is just talking and making love. And, and, uh, we, you talked always about letting it breathe, not, 
you know, not cutting these scenes off, not trying to just do what normal TV does, but just really let it breathe. And I think it does. And it's. When I, I, I think every now and, you know, every now and then it's okay. You know, I, I'm sure if you just dissected this as a story, it might not hold up this episode. You know, what, what, what do both characters want? Well, they both want each other and they get each other right away. You know, what, what's the, what's the middle, you know, what's the, what's the decision they have to make? What's the dilemma? You know, you could, you could probably find all those little moments that, that, you know, if you really dissected it, right. but this episode is a scene. Yeah. It's one big long scene is what it is. Yeah. From well, the moment they say, you know, we're, we're, we come in on Claire and, and until, yeah. until the, um, what comes later though, the, the whore's brunch. Um, and right. that's, by the way, that's a chapter. I just didn't make that up. Um, <laughs> Well, in TV, we're, we're trained. I mean, we're writers. We've both been working in this industry a lot. And the marching orders on almost every show you're on, especially, you know, in the shooting and the editing and the writing, is what do you need to tell the story? What do you need? Do you, what do you need? And when you're watching rough cuts and stuff, it's like, do we need this? Do we need to know that? What do we need to tell the story? And it's, you know, maybe for network TV, sometimes that's true, especially because you And it does get have, a little plotty. And it you gets have a less time plotty. to tell a story yeah. in, a, in a network show, but... Uh, we're we're fortunate enough to have the luxury that we don't have to say what do we need it's what do we want yeah we don't need this we could cut this whole scene we could cut this line or that line but it's not what do we need it's what do we want what do we want to see and what you know what what does the audience want to see and so we're very cognizant of that it's such a luxury uh, that I don't know if I could ever go back to any other kind of writing because I I really like having the room and the time and the creative people that we work with that let us go to places that, you know, it's not about. I, this this know. this episode would never live. No. In 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 other places. They'd and be that's like, not to knock that. It's uh, just well, to oh, say that line doesn't go anywhere. That live. scene doesn't go anywhere. You but know. even in, I mean, even within such a great show that we have and a great network and a great student and everything else, there were questions about if we spent too long in this room, and we did all really have to fight for keeping it this length yep. because um, even with. Um, all of us feeling the same way about being on a show that allows you to do things you're not normally allowed to do in TV. We still had to fight for this um, because it's true. It's the mindset is not normally like, oh, they're sitting in the bedroom. They're not doing anything. Yeah, they're getting to know each other. They're they're falling back in love again. And absolutely, absolutely, it's it's not. I, I think sometimes we get wrapped up into if they're not. If the if the scenes aren't going fast, right. they're not doing anything. Right. And and this this particular moment right here is doing a ton for the characters. They're getting to know each other. They're being playful. They're 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 reconnecting. It's so important for where we go in the season that they're they're resealing the bond. Right. Because the bond carries us ultimately for the next if if we even get the next you know we get season 4 but if do we get season 5 or season 6 this has to this bond has right. to carry us all the way through yeah but this i think for most of us who are fans of the show this is what we read these books for it's this relationship between these two um you know this playful connection and that's that's a part you know for me the writing of the the playful connection is the best part you know writing mm-hmm. an action scene 
is is look i you know i'm not going to say that i don't like action scenes i'm just saying on this particular show these are the scenes you want to dive into the ones you, the, with all the subtleties with the 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 little moments that that mean such big things and you know a, a massive battle doesn't do the same thing you know this is this is so in our show this is bigger than any battle that they'll right. ever face right uh-oh something immoral <laughs> Well, she knows him well enough to know there's something troubling him. A little something under the surface there. Well, that's the thing. There's so much stuff to learn about that yeah. in those last 20 years, it's like not everything is going to come out now. I mean, I, I, you know, obviously things to come. You do wonder why he doesn't try to tell certain things earlier, but I think he obviously is so worried she'll leave. Um, Seems like such a perfect moment here. He I think I think it. if you've been waiting 20 years, or you haven't even been waiting, because he wasn't waiting. He didn't think she'd yeah. ever come. Well, that's the key, yes. Uh, and then she does come, and it's this this treasure that's dropped on him from out of the sky. The last thing you're going to do is jeopardize yeah. that with anything until you feel like you're maybe on solid ground again. You're gonna you're gonna get to know each other, and yeah. and you know. It's true because I think we sometimes expect, and certainly the debates we have is, you know, Jamie is the perfect man and Claire is the perfect woman, and and they are, um, they're human just like the rest of us are, and they do, you know, sometimes do the wrong thing for the right reasons, like keeping a secret because they're scared. Well, you know, even this as an example is that she doesn't, he doesn't know what she would want to stay with a, a smuggler who prints seditious materials who's yeah, who's been up on charges uh, charges for treason multiple times i mean why yeah. would why would you want to have that as your life no he could get hung next week is what you know exactly hey. and all his and his print shop taken away you know what if we she have to, came we have all to, this way and then he was exactly you have to put or, it into context would you want yeah. to stay with a man like this and, and yeah, she's taking so a he's, risk. He's, there's a nervousness yeah. to it. I do think this was a really lovely moment right here and kudos to the actors and, and Norma Bailey, our director. And, um, you know, I think this choreography is really special. It's, uh, you know, you're constantly trying to think of new ways to show intimate moments. Well, and also we wanted them, we wanted to build that there's um, an arc to this particular uh connection so mm -hmm. the first one was clumsy but almost ravenous they had right, to have right, each other right. and they waited so long you know through the dinner and through through talking about the you know brie and all all the thing willie but they 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 wanted to get to each other and they Do did it and, and don't be gentle yeah and don't be gentle exactly <laughs> and then this one is is slow and methodical and two people connected just completely connected like they fit like a jigsaw puzzle perfectly yeah and that's what we love about them. that yeah exactly everyone wants to find that person that fits them like a jigsaw 
piece. And I think that's why a lot of people love Outlander is that's the dream is to have that, you know, and some people have it and some people are looking for it. Um, but you want to know it exists. You want to feel it exists and you want to enjoy it. You know. And and as we know, you know, Jamie Fraser sets the bar kind of high for us guys. <laughs> a little bit, it's, a little it's, bit. It's way up there. I, 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 um, I know when we get in the room and we talk about, you know, there'll be a moment where, because we have, the the percentage of writers on the show that are female compared to to male is it's definitely shifted. We started out kind of half and half. Now in our um, it, well, in our third season, now going, now being in our fourth, we are predominantly female. We only yeah. have um, three. I mean, including wrong, we have three writers. So it's uh, three male, three, writers. three male three writers. writers. And and as in life, we get out. out <laughs> as you should. As <laughs> yes, we 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 get. Uh, well, we we stay quiet quite a bit, if, if, if you know what I mean. That's not true. <laughs> But it's funny because when we are discussing um, storylines, we don't divide among male-female lines. No. It's not always, oh, the girls want this and the boys want that. In fact, a lot of times it's like the boys want something the girl, that you would think yeah. um, would be a female thing or the, the girls are fighting for the, quote, male, you know, it, side of things, which it, is it very is true. interesting. It is true. And I, and I think... Um, you know, it's important. You know, And I, as a writer, you know... Look, Diana writes, you know, Jamie Frazier, yep. and yeah. you know he's a man, and and she also writes Claire. But you know, I think as a writer, you can write. You have to yeah. you have to dig into a part of you, to find you know your feminine side or your ma- masculine you know your masculine yeah. side. But also, I think people don't realize that um, there's a kind of a piece of everyone in every episode. Absolutely, um, it's such a. Um, group project in so many ways i mean obviously you each go out and end up writing the episode yourself but um there are so many contributions to it i think you know we all take absolutely i hope we all take credit and we all take the blame if, if something doesn't go as, as yes. planned. And that's that, that yeah we have team effort yeah, this is a team effort it takes a village yep. it does we it, do we we, we collaborate we have very with each other. very talented writers and we have well everyone is talented that works on the show we have the best of everyone and we have meryl who's and meryl it's <laughs> no, like i'm I mean, just in my own you, little category you're kind of you are you are you are in your own this isn't about us can i just jump in here though and say um uh i love that line you know what it was between us but i i was a little disappointed we did take out a um little chunk a section here about claire being a doctor and, yeah. and jamie asking questions and and once again, it was. Um, it's the only thing, though. It's. I think it's literally the. We 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 oh, did we did little trims little here trims, and there on yeah. this episode, but we didn't really take out whole chunks. No, no, and it's very a very small couplet here, but it was about. No, just no, about, this, honestly, no, this. Honestly, I don't think. I don't think. I think when I'm sorry, we're all talking over each other. We but it, when they do deleted scenes, I don't think there'll be a deleted scene for this episode. No, it will. This scene right here is the. There's a. Uh, I mean, a, there's a, a section about a minute section about her becoming. But, the, but that's it. No, it, it's not yeah. deleted. They'll call it an extended scene, yes, and I think exactly. this is included. It is about a minute's worth where she talks about being a surgeon and what that, what that means. But that, once again, we're still we're still in the same scene, though. Exactly. It's so not it can't a, we, be a deleted scene. We never cut any scenes uh, out of yeah, this episode. Just, we, there are trims. Trim small trims here and yeah. there. 
very few. I think way less for this no, episode. Well, because we always knew we wanted this to be um, a supersized episode. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of set out to make it something that we wanted it to be longer than well, the normal episode. And I've said this a few times in, in some of the print interviews that we, you know, as in the writing of this, we normally have a page count that we try to stick to because we know we can film it. Um, it's in this particular episode, we didn't worry about that. Yeah. We just kind of wrote. Yeah. Um, that, uh, an important moment, I think where, um, you know, I think the main worry for Claire coming back to his time is, um, obviously at a life, he did things. I think that's why, um, some of the things he's told her so far, she's kind of expected something, um, would happen that would upset her. But I think the biggest thing for her is, did he fall in love with anyone else? Yeah. Um, and that's a fine line here. It's obviously he didn't fall in love with anyone else. Um, well, it's all, also a callback to when she says, I was happy raising Brianna with Frank. Yeah, exactly. It's an important I didn't love him as, as I love you. You know, I loved him once, right. but that was a long time ago. Well, it distills it down to what really matters, you know. It's like the main thing is, did you fall in love? I, and, and, uh, and neither one of them did. And if did. the answer to that is no, well, then I think that in its purest form is what they're about. And I think this is where we realize that life is going to start getting in the way of... Yeah, we're... we're the, the, we had the bubble, yeah, you know, that they yeah. got to be in this, this just cocoon. Well, you know, of, you can even see the light. The and, lights are, you know, the lights yeah. are on now. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know. Now, people who have read the books will notice that we didn't use all his aliases. So, uh, I'm sorry, I got in. I, I started watching the show. I know. Um, I was just actually going to wait for that line, Hurry Back Soldier, which uh, Tony um, uh, put in uh, or, or said, you know, this is put into the script because uh, it's a callback to the multiple times she said it. So right, right. kudos to uh, Tony Graffia for, on yeah, on your feet, soldier. soldier. Exactly. So Tony, Tony put that into this particular script. And um, uh, thank you very much because it adds so much to that that particular scene but we didn't do all the the aliases because it got really com really confusing in yeah. this particular uh, in the tv show yeah also in future we episodes you'll see one. that we've kind of streamlined a little bit of yeah. yeah yeah um here is of uh, course, john bell john come on Yay. john bell let's give him a hand i mean we love he's adorable oh um i will say this for me was a very important casting besides jamie and claire john um uh, Young Ian is my favorite Your character. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And I was very concerned about this role, and I think John Bell just nails this character. Um, he's just charming and youthful and just he, we, so we, winning. We, the first take, we fell in love with him. Yeah. Well, we actually yeah. fell, fell in love with him on the uh, casting audition tapes that we saw. But oh, yeah, he's he... just so... The chemistry between them right off the bat is yeah. amazing. And once again, as we go forward in the story, you see this character and you know why 
why they do why why Jamie and Claire would do the things they do for him for yeah. him yes and obviously we changed this a little bit as well he's a little older um, and we chose that because of some of the things he goes through would in that time it might be appropriate for the 18th century but it did seem a little like well that we'll see in the next episode. that a few <laughs> of the things we see coming up spoiler alert yeah uh, we we just raised his age I believe to 16 yeah. from 14 it's we not did, a yeah. huge thing. It's one of those places where you have to adjust a little, but um, he's just adorable. I think he looks a little like Jamie. And, um, you know, this is, like a... this is really great, the way he plays. He's working out Uncle Jamie's wife. <laughs> he, he, knows, he knows the secret. So he's working it out in his head. I love, do you live in a dune? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Well, can too. you imagine the stories that got told about Claire after she... Yeah, disappeared after exactly. Claudin that, you know, there was really no explanation. And so people always thought she was a little odd anyway and had their suspicions. So there's all these rumors now or stories that maybe she was a fairy herself and, you that, know, some kind of otherworldly being, which in a way she, I mean, she is. She is, yeah. But she's from a different time. That last little beat there with, with uh, Claire where, where Katrina played it, you know, she took a deep breath and it was like, this is the yeah. I, I couldn't have wished for anything more. Yeah. Um, and that's really important to what's coming yeah. up. But yeah. I think this was important. I, you know, I, 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 I think love so this many scene. people love this in, in, uh, <laughs> it's in so the book. Funny. Is that. Well, they think she's one of them. Yeah. And, and I think, think it was important you know, to You're keep... old for one of us because. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of hard to pull off with Katrina. Right. Because she's gorgeous. Yeah. But, you know. And looks in... the same age as everyone else here. Yeah. Well, we, we did say, let's, you know, in casting, we were like, everybody has to, we have to cast down, you know, age-wise. But I love that there, you know, before when she was back in time, she would always know way more medically than everyone else and have answers. And here she tries to give them advice. And they're like, oh, yeah, we know about how not to have That's the kids. one thing we know That's about. One thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> How to steer clear of a kitlin. Yeah. But I love that she's just kind of relaxing and reveling in, you know, the lovemaking that she had with Jamie. And they're like, ooh, you know, one, you one must of the have just of... been with somebody pretty ravenous because you're, you know. And then really she's glow. She's literally glowing from being back with Jamie in bed. and, and... But, but also one, one thing about Claire that I uh, – Claire and Jamie actually – is that they can fit in anywhere. You can put them in the in the court of Versailles and they fit in, or right. you can put them at a horse brunch and they fit in. You know, yeah. it's something that that not a lot of people can do. And and well, they, they don't judge people, and they they just have a humanity to both of them, and that's part of why they're drawn to each other. They oh look, Meryl's favorite character came out. <laughs> well, it's such a wet blanket. <laughs> it's like she's having a great time at the at the brunch. Well, she's like, get back to work, ladies. You're on the clock. We were actually going to change her character name to Wet Blanket, but uh, <laughs> I think the network had a problem with that. <laughs> now, this, this this thing coming up, we, we actually carried this on a little more in the, the early versions of the script, but we realized that uh, this episode should end you know, earlier. Um, 
and we, we kind of pushed it off into... Well, I think we, I mean, once again, we did want this episode to feel very special, that it was Jamie and Claire's episode in the reunion and wanted as little of any other story to touch this as possible. Now, obviously, people will notice also we've changed this story as well, because in the books, um, Mr. Willoughby is the person that... um, kills this character yes yes and um you know we'll see in, in episodes coming up obviously that we streamline things a bit because i think we felt that um um you know we wanted to stick to a, a particular story and and um and not do some of the things that that were a little confusing or or maybe um not central to the story no, anyway just... um on that note uh thank you for joining us uh on the podcast for episode our supersized podcast our supersized podcast did we finish the bottle there's look, we we've actually we did finish the bottle anyway um for episode uh, being interrupted twice now uh episode 306 um uh a malcolm a malcolm well cheers cheers to cheers matt to roberts cheers to you guys thank you for uh by the way both of you everything you did uh, to keep this episode what it is.